Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Tonight at the Honda Center in Anaheim, it's the Sharks and the Ducks for the fourth time this season. Our broadcast airtime is 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on the Sharks Audio Network using the Sharks plus SAP Center app or by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. The Sharks have played 23 games so far this year. They find themselves in 8th place in the Honda NHL West Division with a 9-11-3 record and 21 points. Earlier today, General Manager Doug Wilson met with the media and gave us his evaluation of the team's progress thus far. Well, this has been a unique year, and it's nothing that uh, I think any of us would ever want to go through again. Um, uh, you know, we you know, we put our plan in place that we were going to you know, reset where we were going, and we started last uh, summer by you know, replenishing our draft picks with the, the nine picks and everything. But uh, looking at our team, it's, um, uh, I look back and I, I got to be honest, I'm proud of our, our players and our staff for navigating through these unique times. You know, we knew coming into it that uh, I've been off for 10 months, um, no exhibition games, et cetera, trying to integrate some young guys in that there'd be challenges. And, um, you know, that's been the case. There's been some good moments. There's been some moments where, you know, we didn't like what we saw, but I think as we're trying to, um, you know, get this team in a place where guys can reestablish their games and some young guys integrated in and play a, a style of play that, uh, you know, fits going forward. Um, there's been bumps, but there's been some, some moments. I'm actually happy to be here at this point now, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the season um, where hopefully we have continuity and some rhythm, meaning having, you know, the Timos in and the, the Tomas hurdles and, access to the young guys and uh, uh, not having to be on the road for two and a half months and, uh, and deal with those things. So trying to get some level of uh, normalcy back into uh, where our group is at. Um, we're certainly not, you know, uh, where we are in the standings uh, isn't where we wanted to be, but I will say that the unique things that we've had to deal with that are realities. The one thing we don't use is excuses, but there's realities that, in my evaluation of our team and where we're at individually and collectively, I do have to include that in some of the, uh, uh, the thoughts and uh, processes that we go through. Wilson wasn't afraid to use the word reset in describing where his hockey club is, but he elaborated on that point. We took a look at it. And when you say reset, reset is something I will never, um, and either will our players or our coaches say that we can't compete to make the playoffs. There's a group of teams, especially with the, the new set of this, uh, setup of the division that are we in the, the window to win a Stanley cup this year? Uh, that's, you know, highly unlikely. Are we going to compete to try and make the playoffs? Yes, we are. Uh, are we going to commit to the reset and younger players getting opportunities? Yes, we are. Is it the window that we're going to use our draft picks to replenish our system? Yes. Both the last draft and this upcoming draft. And, um, you know, every team goes through those phases. That's the phase that we're in. But we also think with the, the bones of our team and, and uh, 
you know, the Couture's, the Myers, the, the you know, the Hurdles, the Canes, the LeBanks, um, the Carlson's, et cetera, the Ferraro's, the Burns, that this team can get back to a very good level very quickly, but we need the young players to uh, step up. We need the culture, which I think is really, um, uh, and the connection between our players has really taken a great step, which was one of the things we wanted to see. Um, and that growth needs to take place during this season, making sure that younger players are, are playing a lot of hockey. Um, some guys haven't played in 10 months. Some young guys haven't played in, in longer than that. So the Merkley's playing a lot for the Barracuda. Um, you know, Chekovich went over and played in the KHL and, and played really well, and we'll be getting him back. So that's really the window that we're <clears throat> in. Sometimes you take a step backwards to go two steps forward, and that's uh, why we feel comfortable with the reset. In his media session this morning, head coach Bob Bugner was asked about the word reset. Does he look at it as a reset type of a season? And if so, what does that mean concerning fighting for a playoff spot? I would say two things, really. I think that um, we understand what position we're in and what we have. And I think, uh, yeah, sure, there's many nights I've made decisions on, uh, um, you know, whether to go younger or whether to, you know, keep some certain guys in the lineup. And I've decided for most nights more than not is to, is to keep the young guys playing. And, uh, you know, when they're not putting them back to the Barracuda so they can play games, so they're not sitting around. Um, I think the future of this organization is, um, you know, we have a good core, um, but I think, you know, the future of this organization, um, you know, depends on, um, you know, some of these young guys developing and, and uh, you know, and, and drafting well and, and uh, you know, and restocking a little bit. And, and but in the meantime, I say that's my first thought. My second thought is, um, you know, I know people look at the standings and, and assume certain things, but, uh, um, you know, I really, truly believe that we can be in this fight at the end of the day. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. And that's going to depend on, you know, how well the veterans play and how well the, the young guys are developing. But, uh, um, you know, I like our team game right now, um, uh, the, the way we've, uh, you know, sort of come from the first 10 to the last, you know, 10, 12, 13 games. I think that uh, um, we're a bit of a different team. So I'm not, uh, we're not wave, waving the white flag. If you ask the veterans in this room, I think they all believe the same. I think we understand that it's a, uh, um, you know, it's a two-pronged pro- approach that we want to develop and want to be, have our young guys come along, but we also want to be in the fight. And Doug Wilson had some very positive things to say about Bob Bugner and the job he's done this year too. I think Bob Bugner and his staff have done an excellent job during one of the most difficult times ever to coach a team, lead a team. When, as I said, you know, you've got a pandemic, you've got players that hadn't played in 10 months. We had to go off site to have a camp. We had, and, and this, I can't stress enough to play 14 of your first 16 on the road while you're trying to implement a new system, trying to play young players and you don't have last change. You don't have the ability to match up and the other team can put whoever they want out against your players. Uh, and keep the guys in the place that they are. Uh, he's held players accountable. Um, they've all worked, and they've not allowed any of the distractions and the frustrations of guys testing positive for COVID or games being canceled or, or whatever. Um, the focus on the job at hand, um, I'm very pleased with what they've done. And uh, trust me, it has been a, a unique, unique challenge. And as I say, you find out about people during times like this, and they have rallied, they've taken care of each other. You know, now we can start evaluating the team and, and certain other things, but getting to this point in the season with everything that uh, the guys have gone, had to go through, uh, I think they've done a very good job. And another guy that I can't stress enough is what Roy Sommer has done with the Barracuda. 
they've been on the road for two and a half months there. They get stuck in Texas during that ice storm and power outage. They come back and they're supposed to play in three games in, uh, in Tucson. Uh, the three games get canceled because the Tucson team had six players test positive. It's almost like, bring it on. I mean, we could almost write a book about how this year has gone and all these different issues and things have come up. And I'm very proud of our group and our staff and our trainers and everybody to just push forward through this and, um, and find solutions during very trying times. The Teal Report will continue from Anaheim right after this timeout on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Coors Light wants to help you catch a Sharks game from the best seats in the house. Just share a photo of your Sharks at-home game setup to sjsharks.com slash home ice for a chance to win Coors Light Silver Seats tickets, Sharks gear, and more. Winners will be chosen weekly, so post a pic showing how you watch the Sharks to sjsharks.com slash home ice today. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Must be 21 or older. Celebrate responsibly. At Floor & Decor, we know pro. As your one-stop source, we deliver everyday savings on over a million square feet of in-stock flooring, tools, and installation materials. See how our flooring experts can help save you time and money with our best-in-class selection at rock-bottom prices. And with pro-level benefits like our dedicated pro service team, pro hotline, free 14-day storage, and unbeatable pro-loyalty program, you get what you need, when you need it, where you need it. Come discover Floor & Decor, where we know pro. San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape food and liquid from containers before recycling. Putting food and liquid soiled items in your recycling bin can make otherwise good recyclables too dirty to be recycled. Visit SanJoseRecycles.org for guides and videos on how to recycle clean in San Jose. That's SanJoseRecycles.org. San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape containers before recycling. Brought to you by the City of San Jose Environmental Services Department and Santa Clara County. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in your office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app and hit listen anytime. We're proud to salute some of our founding partners. Kaiser Permanente, Del Grand, Dealer Group, Hilton, San Jose, and Jack Daniels. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Sharks are expected to get a big boost tonight with the return of both Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer to action against the Ducks. But it's not absolutely certain that both will be playing. Earlier today, Meyer was optimistic. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm going to go out there for morning skate and see how it feels. But uh, so far, I feel pretty good. So, you know, going out there and, and see how it feels and then uh, decide off that. Before practice, Coach Bugner was also optimistic, at least, about Tomas Hurdle. I, I would say Tommy, yes, and Timo, we're going to wait to see how he feels when he gets off. But he had a good day yesterday, so I would say, yeah, very probable. As for the rest of his lineup, Bugner provided this update. We have a couple of question marks. Uh, Rudy might not play tonight. We have to wait and see how he's feeling. Um, yeah, just he's a little nicked up, uh, lower body, but nothing, uh, nothing uh, long term. So we're going to see how he feels this morning. So if Rudy can't go, um, we'll have to make some decisions that, you know, Hannah Mark will go in and, uh, and Patty will move over to the wing. But all of that will be decided after warmups tonight at the Honda Center. But what has to be decided before that is the team defensive mode that they have to play to get a victory against Anaheim. Timo Meyer was asked about that this morning. We're getting our chances. We, you know, maybe don't score as much as we'd like to, but you know, I think we've definitely improved in in those areas uh, in the defensive game. And yeah, we try to take every day and, and get better at those things. That's all up on you know, all five guys to defend the right way. It, uh, it starts with the forward as well. So yeah, we're going to continue to work on that. We're going to get going to get better at it. Meyer gave us some handicapping for the game tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a, a good game for sure. Um, you know, we obviously want to get that win, uh, want to get some wins in a row. So it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a physical game. So we got to be mentally prepared, physically prepared to come out here and uh, play a full 60 minute uh, of our identity hockey. And then we're going to have success against that team. Frederick Handemark is likely to be in the lineup tonight for his second NHL game. He's been working on the North American style of game, playing with the San Jose Barracuda of the AHL. He gave us an idea as to how challenging the adjustment has been. Yeah, you know, it was a short camp, no preseason. Uh, it, it always takes some time to, to as I said before, uh, adapt to, to the new rink. And I played in a bigger rink my whole career. So uh, it's, uh, it's taken some time, but uh, now I feel uh, more comfortable and, and uh, uh, yeah. And Bob Bugner gave us an idea about how those decisions are made as to which player to recall. Uh, you know, we have a good, good uh, back and forth with Roy and his staff down there. And, and we often, uh, um, you know, talk about who's ready and who's playing well. And, and, and that's what came out of my last conversation that, uh, you know, those were, were generally his two best guys. And, and Hannah Marks adjusted uh, um, a little more to the North American game. Uh, he's been consistently one of their better players. And, you know, for what we need up here, um, you, you know, especially out of our third and fourth line, we need a little depth. We need guys center, especially to dig in in the face-off circle, uh, especially being on the road here for the next four um, guys that are, are dependable in their own end. And, you know, and big guys, just a uh, big, big guys that can play with these teams, you know, um, Anaheim's a, um, you know, a team on their, on their third and fourth line that can grind it out a bit. And, and we know Vegas is fourth line. Um, so, you know, just guys that are playing well that have the ability, especially to play the, uh, the center ice position. And also important thing right now is, um, penalty killers, um, you know, so we're not killing Cooch and, and Kaner and guys like that every night on the penalty kill. Join us right here for the broadcast starting at 6.30 tonight. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.